you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, November 8th, and you are listening to Total Access, the podcast. It's been a while since I did that. That is the voice of today's special guest, the quivering Halloween-like <laughs> voice of today's special guest. She is the pride of the Dukes, the James Madison Dukes, and it's a one hell of a good time to be a JMU grad or a JMU student. Look at what they just did to Michigan State Spartans in basketball. Look at what they're doing on the gridiron, Amazing. unbeaten in football. She is the one, the only. She is the span, the bridge, the Bridget Condon. Welcome back to the pod, Bridge. It is such a great time to be a duke come on Go come dukes. on wax romantic what do you got what do i got? harrisonburg virginia is, is it a nice school it's beautiful i'm a virginia boy my best love. friend went there i like it there yes a highway goes through the campus but there's two campuses <laughs> and they're beautiful and our athletics teams are doing amazing things right now they need to let us play in a bowl game this is my petition because that is not fair. Yeah, they're not eligible for CFP for second, consideration, which I don't really, I don't love that. Okay, so for because we were FCS and we just moved up to FBS, Division One FBS, which is like bowl eligible, but this is our second season in FBS, and we couldn't play last year in a bowl game. Okay, fine. But why are you making us not play in a bowl game for a second year? We're 9-0. and oh. Come on. That We're is 21st an, in the country. Yeah, I mean, listen, the fact that you're not eligible isn't FBS. It's just plain <laughs> BS. <laughs> on today's good. show, Bridget Condon will share with us five things we may have missed in week nine in the NFL. It's become a weekly thing, and it's something that I love so much. I just wanted to celebrate and do a whole show about it. But she also has a very interesting preview of a game that you may have overlooked on the week 10 schedule, listener. It is a game happening across the street, not more than a a pitching wedge from where we're sitting right now at SoFi Stadium, the Los Angeles Chargers with, you know, Justin Herbert still giving the middle finger to the world, hosting <laughs> the Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, Aiden Hutchinson-led Detroit Lions, the NFC North leading Detroit Lions in a very interesting game, a game that is destined to be dramatic, but it may also be defining, and Bridget Condon will tell us precisely why. But let's get to the business at hand, and that is five things we may have missed in Week 9 in the NFL. Bridget Condon, what you got? Number one, Odell Beckham Jr. scoring his first touchdown as a Raven. Yeah, Amazing. That was awesome. That, I mean, we can just sit here for two hours and talk about the Ravens. Dude, this Incredible. team finally feels like official with OBJ out there doing his thing. Amazing. And not only that, it was his birthday. His it was. 31st birthday on November 5th. And so after the game, he was running out of the field into the tunnel, and they gave him a birthday cake. It was Come like a little tiny sprinkled cake. I didn't get to the bottom of what flavor it was, but a lot of people were thinking maybe Funfetti. For the birthday, you know, what's your favorite kind? Uh, mine? Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit boring. I don't like chocolate cake. Yeah. Um, my favorite cake these days, and it's thanks to my wedding cake, Gracie, shout out, is olive oil cake. 
what? with like yeah with olive oil cake look it up it's amazing that's my really? favorite cake it's the only cake i've ever had that is actually moist enough to keep me interested for more than a couple of bites olive oil cake with like a nice kind of like lemon sour cream icing okay all right interesting yours red velvet red velvet that's or gracie's gracie's is red velvet yeah um, I'm into the cream cheese frosting. Okay, uh, but Enough OBJ, uh, you got yourself your first touchdown in black and purple um, on your birthday. Amazing. Uh, what a week for you. Congratulations. I had not seen that. Uh, happy birthday, OBJ. That's number one. One thing you may have missed in week nine in the NFL. What's number two? Let's get into some love. Okay. Because there, was, there are Let's two stories about love this week. The first one will start with the proposal oh. in Frankfurt, Germany. Did you see this? No. Chiefs fan. I, I, apparently, I, this segment is really perfect for me because I know. apparently you I'm, not, so important. I'm not, uh, I don't notice things that I should. Everybody's like, we saw this. And like, not oh, all of God, us. Why am okay? I so, I'm not observant so lady, enough for this. I mean, thank you for making me feel important. Anyways, Chiefs fan proposes to his, I assume, girlfriend friend now fiance uh on the field mj acosta ruiz was she gave right it away there. she said now fiance so clearly she said yes okay so she said yes sorry that you know what he immediately does no well, you proposed to your girl yeah, right did, like yeah. what, what what's the first thing you do well the first thing but like, I'm immediately a, i'm a wet blouse the first thing I I cried, and then we called her. But like we um, called okay. her parents, I you're believe. You're down on your And knee. then I called my mother. I mean, immediate. You're down on your knee. Oh yes, yes, yes. Holding the box. Yes. She says yes. Immediately, what do you do? Oh, we embraced, we yes. kissed, I cried. Okay, it was you the give whole each thing. Other a big hug. Yes, yes, yes. This guy, <laughs> he gets up and gives Casey Wolf the mascot a hug. <laughs> like he doesn't hug his now fiance. Hey, listen, he listen, hugs the mascot. Maybe, but maybe that's on brand for this young man because clear. Look, he chose to do it at a Chiefs game. So clearly, I mean, you know, he's not sort of like unidirectionally focused on his fiance. I don't think uh, that'll be the last mistake he oh, makes. Wow, in marriage. wow. I wonder how much shit he got from his friends and his family <laughs> well, and probably his mom for that one amazing I or mean, now, hopefully from her i we should were think. talking about it yesterday the mascot has to be the officiant at the wedding right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, without a doubt without a doubt get an invitation oh god all right uh, let's go check out that proposal uh listener you may have seen it i have not so that's two things i need to check out obj's birthday and the proposal at the chiefs game when you talked about love and chiefs i thought you were going in a totally different direction hi taylor uh oh, what's number gonna, three what's a, number three a break from t swizzy this week um number three is more love okay okay this I'm, one i'm here for Took the extra step not only the proposal but it was the wedding did you oh, see this no eagles cowboys i mean eagles you know, cowboys a, it's in eagles philly cowboys fan like this is this okay is your, this is a very this daring is young couple to get married at a philly so game? they got married in the tailgate like at the tailgate in the parking lot before the game oh I'm i here just for this. did some more research the eagles actually have a great story on this couple their names are brooke and rob i don't want to say their last name wrong so i'm just going to call them brooke and rob brooke and rob yeah um they were high school friends this is according to the website not sweethearts high school friends eagles uh on eagles.com yes high school friends reconnected in 2017 when the eagles were making their run and won their first come super on, bowl come on then for her 40th so nick birthday, Foles really should be the efficient at their wedding <laughs> For her 40th birthday, he got her flowers and a football cake during the NFC Championship tailgate. Then he proposed in August, and she always said, if we ever get married, we have to do it Eagles-related because that's been all the steps of their relationship, right? And so they decided to do it November 5th, which was Sunday, Eagles-Cowboys, Jason Kelsey's birthday. Boom. 
OBJ and Jason Kelsey, same birthday. Did uh, oh, cool. Jason Kelsey make uh, an appearance in the parking lot? I'm thinking no. I don't think so. But Probably not the best uh, maybe pregame. Maybe they'll get a I don't think podcast. Nick Sirianni was probably here for that. But congratulations to Brooke and Rob, the recently, you know, wed Philadelphia Eagles fans wed in the parking lot at a tailgate before a game. And hey, I got to say, I have no, uh, you know, a horse in this race, but I'm kind of glad for them that the Eagles at least won. I know. I was thinking that, too, for the Chiefs couple too yeah both of oh, them without a wins. doubt chiefs get a win um you know the young man gets a hug from the mascot oh yeah and he's uh, engaged as well uh brooke and rob they get married and they get a win that's three things we may have missed in week nine what's number four i know we talked about this man a couple weeks ago yeah. but he is back into the rotation and no it's not travis kelsey it is joshua dobbs bring it josh dobbs this story just gets better yeah, as it the really season it really really does please what, what so did you see that we joshua may not dobbs have seen takes over for the Vikings yeah. got there literally a couple days before was not expected to play first but player in NFL history listener to account for three or more touchdowns in back-to-back weeks with different NFL teams this is an extraordinary Amazing. accomplishment for Josh Dobbs but I hijacked your story go ahead so he was obviously not in, expected to play but the uh, other quarterback was in concussion protocol. Yeah. You gotta you gotta go. You know, you don't plan for that. Jaron Hall, right? Yeah. So he is on the sideline with the offensive line working on his cadence. Because I mean, think about it. Those are when I watched this video, it was so cool for me to see because we think about everything else, like the playbook, da da da, but it's so legit that you actually have to get that down. The timing of when you're gonna snap the ball, what you're gonna say. Like, do we hike on blue? Do we hike on forty two blue? Right, like right, right. what are we hiking on? Right. And just to see that was mind-blowing for him to then go in and win this game but did you see the nasa tweet no so nasa like actual nasa tweeted at him and i'm going to read the tweet and why nasa listener you should know by now that josh dobbs has a degree in aerospace engineering he is you know he's a you know he's a he's a rocket scientist this kid congratulations josh dobbs on yesterday's big win it looks like you rocket on and off the field we heard you've got a new nickname, the Pastronaut. If the suit fits, wear it. Okay, uh, I'm not here for the first dad joke, but I like the second one, the, the Pastronaut. Pastronaut. That's good stuff. I know. I think we could come up with better, but that's fine. For no, now. listen, I'm not. I can't get better than the the guys over at JPL. Pastronaut, <laughs> that's going to stick. Josh Dobbs, that. incredible. Um, and what we may have missed is this incredible scene. This one I had seen that Bridget is sharing with us of moments before running out onto the field. Josh Dobbs doing a quick cadence check with his offensive line. And listener, do yourself a favor. Go find this clip if you haven't seen it because everybody is gathered around and to Bridget's point they are watching yes but more importantly they're listening they are getting the musicality and the rhythms of this new quarterback's voice so that they don't screw it up you know uh, in pre-snap sets out on the football field and man they didn't screw it up they got themselves a comfort behind win Josh Dobbs what a story what a kid what a day that's the fourth thing we may have missed in week nine Bridget finished strong what's number five all right. I know usually these are lighthearted and fun. This yeah. one is a little bit more serious, but oh, it deserves to get serious. The we got range here. Come yes. on. Yes. Demar Hamlin on the field at Paycor Stadium post game spent about 15 minutes at the logo midfield, just taking it all in. It was people were reporting he was emotional walking off after that. There's tons of videos out there of him just kind of by himself. He was the last Bills player to leave. Like he was on the field, taking it all in. This, of course, is now just 
10 months since he collapsed on that very field. Yeah, in the same fixture on that very same field. Yeah, so uh, it's just chilling, this entire story. I remember I was in Cincinnati the week after when he was in the hospital reporting there, and just now 10 months later, he's back on, you know, he was obviously inactive, but he's playing football. He's with this team. It's just, it's so chilling and it really makes you stop and think about things. And it's just amazing that this is where his story is. And I know he's impacted so many lives, gotten so many people to go out and get CPR certified and just so much good has come from it. But at the same time, watching him in that moment, he's been through a lot, a lot more than any of us really no. And he even said that he quote tweeted one of the tweets and said, this is like something along the lines of this has been more than, you know, for the longest time, he said uh, months after the incident, he couldn't go back to the hospital in Cincinnati. He couldn't go. He was too frightened. It was too real. It, it conjured up images that he was not comfortable yet facing. But eventually he did gather up the courage and the wherewithal to go back to that Cincinnati hospital oh, and, to, and, to, and to visit with all of the technicians um, and the medical personnel who who revived him, kept him alive, and put him in a position to sort of do the things that he is doing to this day. And clearly that was probably a similar moment, wasn't it, Bridge? Being out there on that field, the very same place where many of us thought that he had taken his last breath, mm. and there he is within a year back out on that field, taking it all in and processing uh, what has become one hell of a journey for young Damar Hamlin. So, so glad that your journey continues, Damar Hamlin. And I'm really thankful for you, Bridget, to remind us of a moment like that because that is something that none of us should have missed from week nine in the NFL. Damar Hamlin revisiting this field, this scene of his worst day and being able to treat it as now just another day as an NFL player. And what a ride that must be for him. It just leaves me speechless thinking about it. And I'm just so happy to be sitting here talking about this and not, you know, going back to this stadium for these two teams and having a different outcome. This is obviously best case would have been it never happening, but this is second, second best case. Without a doubt. Congratulations to Damar Hamlin for being, period. Congratulations to Brooke and Rob in Philly for your nuptials. Congratulations, you two. Hey, Marriage, as Bridget and I both know, it's a bold step. It is a, it's a real choice. You're to be commended for making that choice and for making that commitment to each other. Congratulations to OBJ on your birthday. Congratulations to that couple in Kansas City. Well, in Frankfurt, as it turns out. Uh, the proposal there at the Chiefs game in Frankfurt. Uh, young man, you're going to have some splaining to do. The fact that you hugged the mascot first. But hey, uh, you made the big step. Uh, step number two may be apologizing for what you did after that first step and of course Josh Dobbs Josh Dobbs the newly anointed pastronaut we Josh Dobbs we are here for it and you know what's amazing Josh Dobbs you know that the, the the gang over at JPL which is just up the road from us here in uh, Pasadena they're going to be they're going to reach out to him because you know he's going to have many many job opportunities once his NFL career is done may it be a long time from now but when it is done he's going to have a lot of opportunities and uh, rejoining his fellow astronauts pastronauts maybe maybe one of them 
I want a shirt that is Joshua Dobbs in an astronaut suit with a football, Boom. and it says the Pastronaut. There you go. Whoever's listening who has, <laughs> you know, like a silk screen at home, let's get to work on that, okay? Uh, Bridget has uh, first dibs on distribution. 900 South District Drive, Inglewood, Los Angeles. <laughs> that's, the, that's the address here. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Thank you for listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. With me today, we're taking it to the bridge, Bridget Condon. Now, she has just shared with us five things we may have missed in week nine, and now she is about to share with us the reason why the game of the week in week 10 is probably not the one you're thinking about. The game, the best game on the week 10 schedule, the week 10 calendar may just be the Chargers and the Lions. I really should say Lions and Chargers because Chargers are the home team across the street at SoFi Stadium Bridge. Let's break this one down. Give me one reason, just for starters, just as a namuse-bouche, just as a palate cleanser, one reason why I cannot, should not, will not miss this game. There's going to be drama. Jared Goff is coming back to L.A. and Boom. he's not writing that script with no drama. You know what? I kind of talk about something. I, I am the least observant person, apparently, in the entire NFL because <laughs> I very rarely have caught the things that you say I probably missed uh, in your week your week breakdowns. And sure enough, I missed that too. I totally overlooked that storyline. That's significant. Jared Goff coming back to the stadium that he was made surplus to requirements. They summarily kicked his ass out of town, said, no, we'd like Matt Stafford, please. Instead, Jared Goff has a bone to pick with this, with this air, with that turf, with that stadium, with this town. You are covering this game, and so I know that you have a lot of stats and a lot of storylines swirling around in your brain about this game. Invite me into your brain. What are you keeping an eye on? What has jumped off the page to you as uh, players of significance, storylines of, of significance? This feels like a very important, potentially defining game for both the Bolts and the Lions. Uh, give us the preview. There's so much to look forward to in this game. I think it's going to be a very good game. A big, both these teams, I think, will you know come out and, sh and show up. Let's start with the Lions. They're coming off their bye, so they're healthy. You know what that means? Running back David Montgomery was practicing on Tuesday. Boom. He was out there on Monday for a bit as Huge well. Huge for them. Huge for them. Jam Jameer Gibbs got his first touchdown in Detroit that last game before the bye. Ran into the sands. We talked about yes, him in, in the yes, five we things did. that week. And but, he's a special player, but he's better with David Montgomery. Yes. Better with that tandem. But you know what's interesting? The way the Chargers defense played against the Jets Monday night in prime time, I will admit surprised me. They looked like that defense we all expected them to be when they brought 
Khalil Mack into Los Angeles with Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Joey Bosa has been dealing with a bit of an injury all season. He's finally looking like the Joey Bosa from a couple seasons ago. Plus, you add in the rookie, Tuli Tui Pelotu. This defense, especially up front, has looked better recent games than it has in the past two years. I'll say that. The secondary still figuring it out, but still getting better. Going to be very interesting against this Lions offense. Jared Goff playing some of his best football. Can he continue that against the Chargers defense? Can this Chargers defense maintain the level of success we saw against Zach Wilson against a quarterback like Jared Goff? There's so much going on here. I am concerned, though, about the offense for the Chargers. Joshua Palmer, they placed him on IR last weekend. He was obviously the wide receiver number two after Mike Williams went out a couple weeks prior with that ACL injury. Who is Justin Herbert throwing to other than Keenan Allen? Yes, Austin Eckler is a big force in both the run and passing game, but teams pick up on that. And this Chargers team has struggled on offense, especially in the second half of games. They scored in the second half against the Jets, but really it was because of the defense getting them the ball on the two-yard line. Yeah, somewhat anemic performance from this Chargers offense against, admittedly, a very good Jets defense. But, you know, Justin Herbert threw for 136 yards, I think, in that game. Didn't no touchdowns. Throw a touchdown, yeah. Didn't throw a pick, but didn't throw a touchdown either. Austin Eckler really accounted for the for the scoring in that game with two touchdowns. Not surprising there, but even he, the, 14 rushes yeah. for 47 yards. It was a real struggle to move the ball. 180 yards total offense. I don't understand. This Miami game, week one, I was there at SoFi. Chargers, Dolphins. It looked like the most balanced Chargers offense that I had seen in recent memory. They were dominant both on the ground and in the air. Yes, they lost that game, but it looked like a complete offensive yes, performance. They have not had that level of success since week one. The past, you know, from week two until I haven't checked the stats after Monday night, but they had been averaging about 80 yards on the ground. That's not good. And when you get into December and January, you need to be able to run the ball. Why did the Chargers lose to the Jags when they were up by so much in that playoff game? That because they could not well, run. forgettable for them playoff they game. They could not run the ball. They, That's right. You need to be able to run out the clock when you're ahead. And so that is concerning to me. But I will say they feel – I feel this team has turned a corner. I said that Bears game Sunday night, it was either going to be – you lose to that team and things go very south. Or you can beat this team, which you should beat, and then start stacking some of these wins. You know, like go to New York, get the win. Well, now you have to come back and defend, I would say, home crowd. But you know how it is at SoFi Stadium. Yeah. It's it's difficult for the Chargers and Detroit, you know, travels, Detroit travels, travels well very well. And Detroit Lions but fans, no is, matter where they if, are and who they are, they stand up. If they're able to get a win against Dan Campbell's gritty Detroit team, then they go to Green Bay, a Packers team that they should beat. Then they come back Thanksgiving weekend and host the Ravens. To me, you have to find a way to go 2-1 and one the next three weeks if you want to continue to be considered for wildcard spot in the playoffs. Entering this week, they were the 12th team in the AFC playoff pitcher. That's not going to be good enough. So you have to find ways to win, and it starts it starts Sunday, but you got to get Justin Herbert some help. You really do. I think you point out something, though, that is absolutely vital 
to the definition of this team as they stand right now, and it can't be overlooked. And yes, all teams suffer injuries, but when you take away Mike Williams, and then a couple weeks later, mm. Joshua Palmer goes down, Bridget asked the question, and this is a question that needs to be answered. We will see how Brandon Staley and how Kellen Moore, more to the point, and Justin Herbert attempt to answer that question. Who is he targeting beyond Keenan Allen? Who is he targeting beyond checkdowns to Austin Eckler and some design plays for Austin Eckler, too? It's going to be very, very interesting. If you look at the future bridge for the Chargers, they've got this Lions game on Sunday, Sunday afternoon here at SoFi. Then on the road to face the Packers, back home to play the Ravens. They see the Ravens, the Patriots, the Broncos, the Raiders, and then they finish with a difficult stretch of games, Bills, Broncos away is going to be difficult no matter what anybody says, and then Chiefs back home. This is a Chargers team that had, as they sort of annually do, real hopes of potentially challenging the Chiefs for an AFC West title, and certainly with every expectation of A, making the playoffs, and B, making a playoff run, this is a team now in danger of missing out on the playoffs altogether. What is your level of sort of hope for Chargers fan listening should Chargers fan listening in be hopeful, remain hopeful? I mean, I think the answer is always yes, but are you going to give us some tangible reasons for that hope? Yes, because that performance Monday night when the offense didn't look good, and this is a Justin Herbert offense that has carried the teams, right? Even in – it's been the defense that has lost the – these games. Yes, yes, the offense could score yes. more points, but typically the offense always shows up some level. And for your team to get a win because of your defense yep. on eight Monday sacks, night, three eight three turnovers, a special teams uh, touchdown with right. that punt return. That, you look at that game and you should feel positive. Now, here's the thing. We've been saying since week one, this team is talented. Why can't they get the results that – why aren't they in the conversation with the Bengals, with the Chiefs? Justin Herbert is a great quarterback. This game – it's a positive step in the right direction. They have to continue to build on it. Yeah, have I to do build on think it. You I'm cannot around, take a step back against the Lions. I am around this team a lot, and I do think within the last three weeks, there has been a shift in the locker room. You've just felt it. Guys are more loose. And as much as people don't think that that matters, it does. And when you can now relax, they've started coming up with turnover celebrations on defense. I really do think that has impacted this team. It feels like you're doing things the right way. You're without so many pieces on offense. Center Corey Lindsley is, is a huge one as well that we aren't talking about enough. You're without that, and you still found a way to win because of your defense, because of your special teams. All right, figure out the offense you have this week. Make some adjustments. Justin still is dealing with that fractured finger. It's getting better every week. If you can find a way to put up points and your defense maintain that same level, they can't go back down. They have to continue to, to maintain that, stop the run against uh, David Montgomery, if he's back out there, Jameer Gibbs, I, w I would feel positive as a Chargers fan. But I don't know. This is one of those teams where you can, you say one thing, they completely do the other. No, you're you're right. But I think you you point out something that is in some ways defining for this entire NFL season with so many of the top teams, including the reigning champions with the reigning MVP, the Kansas City Chiefs. That is a team being defined and led by their defense. So Chargers fans, yes, it didn't look great against the Jets. And yes, there you sit at four and four with 
maybe faint hopes of an AFC West title, but your dreams still can come true. Why? Well, because you have the quarterback, you have the running back, you have one of the most reliable wide receivers in the game. Now, Keenan Allen is missing his his, you know, brothers in arms out there in the form of Mike Williams and the form of Joshua Palmer, but now add to it an overperforming defense with some real stars on that team, on that unit, Derwin James, Khalil mm. Mack, Joey Bosa. This is a recipe for success. This, this is, is a recipe for NFL success in the playoffs when it matters most. This is why the team hired Brandon Staley as the head coach. We saw what he did as the defensive coordinator with the Rams. That was what they had in anticipated happening that this Chargers team would be built on its defense for whatever reason it has not been the strong suit of this team for the past couple seasons there is every reason after the performance Monday night to be hopeful for this Chargers team they have all the pieces and we're starting to see them put the puzzle together now I understand Chargers fans get let down a lot because it feels like when everything is right something happens but one of the things I said for this new year in my life is I'm going to look at things with a positive spin on it. And I think that's what Chargers fans have to do. You have talent. You got a good win. You have home field advantage on Sunday against the Lions team coming off a bye. I understand they have more rest, but don't count them out until you see what happens in the game because this team is talented and they've, they've lost some games, but they've lost some games against some good teams. Chargers fans, translation from Bridget Condon, the road to the playoff picture begins with one win at a time. The next win is the only one that matters. Will that come on Sunday at SoFi against the Lions? That's, a, that's an NFC North division-leading Lions team that is and 6-2, but we saw that loss to the Ravens. We saw how vulnerable they can be when the game script goes awry. Chargers fans, focus on who's out there, not who isn't out there. You have the pieces to do it, says Bridget Condon. And Lions, now it's up to you to do it. Don't make me seem like the Lions. The Lions fans, be happy too. Oh, well, we just well, want everyone oh, to be Oh, listen, happy. please, without a doubt. <laughs> Lions, fans, Lions fans are happier than I have Lions fans in my family. They are happier now than they have been in a long, long time. And, it, of course, it's not based on the preseason illusory hopes that many of us in, in NFL fandom attach ourselves to. No, the Lions... Hopes are built on how they saw that season end last year, how they built on that in the offseason, and how they have really proven it this season. Six and two. It was a bad loss against the Ravens, but this is a team that has every expectation of winning the division, winning the NFC North. I see nothing in their path in terms of their schedule, maybe other than this game Sunday against the Chargers and maybe two games out of three to finish against the Vikings. Something tells me that divisional rivalry, maybe the Vikings take one of them, but the Lions have every reason to believe that they are going to be one of the top four seeds in the NFC with a home playoff game. And that is, that's something to be joyful about in the NFL. First time I think they would win since 93. Incredible. Amazing. And they did it the hard way. They did it they by did. building. They did it by believing. They did it by when making a lot of not-so-sexy draft picks, yep. right? They weren't appealing to their fans the way a lot, of, a lot of teams do when it came time for April for the draft. No, they built where they needed to build in the trenches. They have one of the best O-lines in the NFL. And you see what it gets you? You see what it gets Jared Goff? You see what it gets Dan Campbell? Real hope, not just hype. A game that we need to circle and watch in Week 10. Thank you, Bridget Condon. That game is the Lions and the Chargers Sunday afternoon at SoFi Stadium. That's one to watch. Bridget Condon, thank you so much for breaking it down. Thanks for having me.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I want to thank today's very special guest, Bridget Condon. Thank you so much for making time for us today. And I want to invite the listener to join us tomorrow. Bright and early Thursday morning, cock-a-doodle-doo. Breakfast is served. What's on the menu? Truth. Truth from a singularly truth-seeking and truth-speaking source. The real Mike Robb, Michael Robinson. I'm going to put him through an exercise we call 26 for 26. 26 questions about the modern NFL to 26. That's number 26, Michael Robinson, the Super Bowl champion. That comes tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.